another episode of the Pats Podcast, a show where we spotlight the extraordinary efforts and careers of athletic trainers in the state of Pennsylvania while continuing to advocate for our profession across the country. My name is Jason Kopek, back with you once again, here live from the Westchester University Skills Lab on campus, and really happy to be joined today by our president, Dr. Nikki Katana. Nikki? Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being with us today. Um, in all your experience, did you ever envision being the most frequented guest on this podcast? Have you <laughs> added that to your resume yet? Not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> We're coming off a busy month for you, huh? Yeah, absolutely. June June was crazy. I'm happy to hit July here. We have budget planning and other things coming up that the board will be hard working on. But but June was fun, you know, getting out and seeing people and having our convention as well as national. Um, you know, can we can we start with the the Pats uh, convention that we held earlier this month? I mean, can you recap for us, uh, you know, what went into the planning for that, and you know how you feel like it went? Sure. I mean, it was a, a complete whirlwind. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been telling folks. I love every one of our conventions, but a convention as the president of the society is much different than any other convention I've had. Um, uh, kudos to our convention committee and, and our, our programming planning and president-elect Jamie Mansell because she's the one um, that oversees convention. Um, and they put together some fantastic programming and, and really took a different approach to convention than, than previous years in that it was kind of bridging the gap um, and talking about our modernization of our, our athletic training skills practice. and it, it, it it reinforces what we're trying to do legislatively as well. So, I mean, I think convention was fantastic. There was mm-hmm. a lot of great sessions. Um, it was great to see folks. There was hands-on components, which we haven't had in the past, so folks could get kind of repetitions and practice on some of the things that they were learning didactically through lecture. Then they could mm-hmm. go back into the the kind of expo area and put their hands on things and practice what was fresh in their head. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think it was it was a huge success. Um, and as I said, like kind of all credit goes to to the convention committee overall. Um, in addition to, to our president-elect who oversees that process. Yeah. I imagine it's a big sigh of relief when it's all said and done to kind of watch, you know, all your efforts come to fruition. You know, how much time do you take before starting to plan the next one? Sure. So they're already planning for yeah. the next one. And, you know, what's been interesting about, I guess, my tenure through PATS is I started as a programming chair mm-hmm. in my convention world. So I know kind of some of the stressors that go along yeah. the way. Haven't been president-elect previous year, um, kind of the planning and overseeing of that. But I mean, they we we meet the last day of convention and talk about what went well, what didn't go well. We talk about our financials to that point, and mm-hmm. they've already started working on how to improve for next year. Um, feedback that we've gotten, you know, and to try to continue to deliver high quality programming, you know, for our membership. So not much rest for the weary. No, yeah. they, they, they pretty much hit it right away, and and there's already conversations um, going on, people move, being moved into places to to make mm-hmm. things happen. Um. You know, at, at the convention, we had an opportunity. We had the podcast stuff set up, like you know. We got a lot of good interviews. And before I started releasing any of those here in the future, you know, wanted to take the opportunity to have you on to kind of give us a state of the union. You know, what is currently going on in Pats that the, the uh, that the committee and the executive board is working on? Sure. So. This is, I just finished my first year as president, and mm-hmm. it has been all legislation, and, mm-hmm. and that is where our primary focus is right now. Um, so as folks may or may not be aware, we introduced um, two bills, a companion bills into the Senate, Senate Bills 559 and 560. Um, so all of our efforts have really been kind of 
focused around showcasing athletic trainers um, and the great work that everyone does, um, mm-hmm. as well as validate the reasons and needs for for these changes mm-hmm. um, within the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Um, I know there's been a lot of kind of member facing things um, trying to really showcase because athletic trainers are humble people. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't like to really yeah. um, tout our own horns or toot. I think it's the word. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I think that we need to really look at how can we showcase our expertise and demand a seat at the table in regards to the modernization of our practice act because we are an allied health profession um, who has services that can can extend beyond the sidelines. What is your focus going to be on for the remaining part of your tenure? So we're still focused. And, 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 you know, how long is that for? Yeah, so I have one more year mm-hmm. in, in the president's role. And, and it's funny because a year has felt like a – a lifetime, mm-hmm. but also like I just yeah. took presidency like last weekend. Right. <laughs> um, you know, so it's for, the primary focus is definitely um, legislation, mm-hmm. but we also did some strategic planning last year and we came up with kind of five themes. Um, and a lot of it is, again, kind of centered around really showcasing athletic trainers as experts, mm-hmm. um, you know, educating external groups and people of the value that we bring and kind of bring other folks on board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we look at our profession, we are. A small group, um, you know, we have the third most, or maybe up to second now, highest number of athletic trainers across the nation is mm-hmm. are in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, but our services benefit more than just the four thousand athletic mm-hmm. trainers that are in the Commonwealth. Yeah. You know, it benefits the patients, it benefits their parents, it benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so some of our efforts will kind of realign with the strategic plan. But I think the most important thing I'm trying to do while in this president role is really set up the society for future success. Like mm-hmm. it's not just about my tenure. Um, it's about setting up future leaders so that mm-hmm. they when, when they step into this role, there's less of a learning curve, less transition, you know, and really so they can pick up the ball and, and run, um, you know, like, like they should be able to as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to relearn what they're supposed to be doing. So I think onboarding, you mm-hmm. know, across committee roles, positions, members, board, president, yeah. I think is something that we need to really look at as a society to really help ensure the, the future success. Do you have other specific examples of how you're approaching that five-step strategic plan? Yeah, we have a bunch of um, work groups with some committee members, mm-hmm. um, some committee chairs, and really kind of looking at small projects and initiatives to kind of get off of the ground and running. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the initiatives is this an infinite mindset. So the onboarding is certainly part of it, but also looking at the future of our profession. And I think engaging with young professionals and students mm-hmm. is really critical and key yeah. for our profession as we're starting to make this kind mm-hmm. of transition. I think COVID plus the entry level master's transition, there's been a lot of uncertainty and everyone's just kind of looking for a stable ground. Yeah. Um, so I think some of the efforts are really in getting into classrooms mm-hmm. and, and, you know, in front of younger audiences to really show them and showcase what a PATS membership or what a membership in mm-hmm. a society is like. Yeah. Um, and so we have some initiatives circled around that. And some of the initiatives at convention, like our young professionals committee did a great job kind of re-envisioning that social mm-hmm. where we played cornhole and I was awful. I have to apologize <laughs> to, you know, to my partner out there. Um, in trying to look at showing folks that it's not just about showing up, doing your job mm-hmm. and going home, you know, right. like, yes. That, it's a part. Yeah. It's a part of it, right? But I think what gives back in this profession is the relationships and the connections that you make. Mm-hmm. And until you experience it, I don't think you really get it. Yeah. What are some of the biggest hurdles that we're facing right now? As uh, you know, it, within Pats, our opposition legislatively, mm-hmm. um, I'd say finances 
are are tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so trying to think of ways to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think coming off of COVID, you know, is, is understanding what does our membership want? Mm-hmm. Um, some folks are fine, you know, being disengaged and mm-hmm. getting their CEUs online and, and not having social interactions. So really kind of trying to understand um, what it's not, we're not going to return back to the way things were. It's what's the new normal and, and what do we mm-hmm. need to do to, to meet the needs of our membership and, and ensure its success moving forward. How do you encourage involvement from the members? I mean, what, what's the best way for us as the members of the society to help out? Yeah, I mean, I think legislatively is just to get friends, colleagues, peers, advocates mm-hmm. to to speak up mm-hmm. to senators and, and House representatives, any legislators, just to how valuable we are. Yeah. Um, and, and in regards to just general service, um, I always talk to people about trying to kind of align ser- um, passion and and purpose. You know, so finding out what's interesting to you so that when you step into a service role that it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like an extra task, an extra burden, but yeah. like you actually enjoy it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so just finding out ways that we can kind of step up, yeah. um, showcase, and uh, just highlight each other. Like mm-hmm. we look at when award recognitions come out, nominate a friend, mm-hmm. nominate a peer, nominate a mentor, mentee, whomever. You know, I think no one likes to step in the spotlight and that's part of what's been hard for me in the president's role is I don't like to be the one you know, yeah. on the podium speaking and, and doing the things, but I'm really passionate about our profession and how can mm-hmm. we elevate each other. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably the best way. Right. And then shortly after, you know, the Pats convention, we went out, you ended up going out to NATA. I mean, is, is there any carryover there where, you, you know, you took that into the NATA? Sure. I think I continued some of the conversations we had at our convention yeah. um, and try to get an idea of what other state leaders are doing. Yeah. Um, Pennsylvania is, I'm biased, obviously, but mm-hmm. Pennsylvania is definitely at the forefront and kind of continually pushing the envelope mm-hmm. in regards to things that are being done. Um, But we had our state leadership forum, so I had a chance to meet with other state presidents, Mm -hmm. other uh, chairs and things along those lines, um, and had an opportunity to see what they're currently going through. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is there are a lot of states that are doing legislative pushes and and experiencing similar barriers. So Mm -hmm. I think there's an opportunity to collaborate and kind of learn from each other's successes and failures to try to not make the same mistakes moving forward. Yeah. Before I let you go, Nikki, for, you know, you mentioned one year left on your tenure. What could we be looking forward to? Hopefully legislation. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, I think the thing to most, I guess I'm most excited to look forward to is mm-hmm. continuing to kind of showcase highlight yeah. members and all of the great work that athletic trainers are yeah. doing. Um, there's been a, um, a couple of initiatives that have really started that process, mm-hmm. and I'm really hoping to continue to lean into that. All right. Great. Well, again, I thank you for taking the time out of your uh, your summer here and, you know, what's been a busy month, taking a few hours of time to speak with us today. No, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you stepping up to, to be the, the next Pat's podcast yeah. host here. I know it was a, a, a deep ask and yeah. uh, I appreciate you taking on some. I'm excited about it. We're in the I'm in the middle of a fury of recordings and getting all the editings done. And, you know, for all our listeners, you know, be expecting, you know, some releases coming up, some people we sat down with at the convention, along with some other guests along the way. So, Nikki, I thank you. All right. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Thanks again for listening out there. And uh, remember, let's be better athletic trainers. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks.